Hey y'all, it's Kayla. Hey, it's JB. And welcome back to another week of Becoming She. A weekly podcast that sets a tone for women who are striving to be their most authentic selves by sharing the tools we use to navigate this journey called life. Welcome, Wait, welcome. So. What up, though? <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all. How you doing? You know, I'm good, girl. I'm good. good. Adulting and shit, you know. Always. Living life. Things are great. Things are lovely. I like to hear the sound of that. Things are going well my way as well. Good, good. So that's what I like to hear. Adulting one on one. I mean, you know, you know, checking things off one by one, trying and succeeding in this bitch. Exactly, exactly. But I'm glad that we're both having good weeks. So let's get into this motivation Monday. Let's bless our spirits. (laughs) All (laughs) righty. Motivation Monday this week is a quote that I found from Pinterest, per usual. Per usual. Sometimes our thoughts are backed by so much insecurity that they create the lies that we believe. Girl, read me the filth, okay? (laughs) 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 Who told you to read me today? Girl. Pinterest is calling people out left and right, honey. Left and right. And they know. I mean, they already know all of that shit that you got built up in your head about what you don't like about yourself. It's all a fucking lie. So shut up. Shut up lying to yourself. (laughs) Shut up. Shut your mouth. Shut up. Shut your mouth. Shut your stinking lying mouth. That's so real, though. Yeah. I can't tell you how many times. Just obviously I can only speak on me, but like you come up with these stories in your head like that don't even make sense half the time mm-hmm. but you believe them it's like th- this doesn't even make any logical sense and when you try to explain it to someone they're just like what are you talking about yeah <laughs> nobody ever notices the shit that you actually notice no. about yourself no one does. no they're like i didn't even notice it until you pointed it out but now that you're pointing it out i still don't see it but that's why would you say that you know yeah why would you say that about yourself it's so stupid it's so dumb how we do that so i love that I love it. I love it. I love it. That so, gets us into our topic, too. It does. It gets us into our topic. And I was just about to say that. Look at you with the <laughs> air, with the little set goop, with the little set goop coming through. You know how Mandy, Mandy yes. be saying set goop? I'm so. She's like, I why is her. it spelled like that? I love <laughs> little her. Little set goop. I fucking love her. Um, anyway, so that was a good ass set goop, sis. Um, but yeah oh we're not doing tea this week no guys we are skipping out on the tea because when this episode is going to be released it's going to be weeks from now yes it's going to be weeks from now so we don't even know what's happening in the future we really don't we meg the stallion still has amazing knees meg the stallion can still (laughs) hold up my entire still sing student loan debt Yep. In her knees. Like, in she her can hold that. Beautiful knees. She exactly. can hold me, my entire household. <laughs> All the insecurities that you bitches feel, she can hold that up with her knees, too. Like, God damn so it. So give it to her. Exactly. Give it to Meg. That's that's what we will Leave all your worries. Meg the Stallion will be prospering in these streets when this mm-hmm. shit comes out. That is what I know for sure. Exactly. What I also know for sure is that Will Smith 
will release something on Instagram that I absolutely fall in love with. Oh my gosh, that's every day. So he's yes. the, like my favorite person Multiple to follow things. on social media. I just he makes I me love so him happy. And his family, like yes. they just waited out in the like you know side. Like oh yeah, we don't really fuck with social media. And it was like bam, bitch. 10 year plan we on y'all social ass. media people they we had motherfucking ass. like they acted like they didn't know how to work social media yet here we are whoever's on their team running their social media bomb brilliant bomb anyway. brings their dreams to reality yeah so that's all we have <laughs> for tea yep. this week thanks for the tea this week thanks for the tea guys um now let's get into this main topic i can't okay. wait girl very interested to talk about this <laughs> i'm interested to see where this goes too yeah so I realize i do have to change i have to change in the cursing certain type of things i do i gotta i, I gotta keep them in mind you know because they love me but not today though today i'm wilding today i'm bugging and thugging not today this week we are talking about insecurities dun 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 Dum, 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 motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so let's talk. This is going to be kind of like rapid fire style. We're not going to do our traditional like, let me ask a question and then you answer and blah, blah, blah. As we get towards the end of the year, our episodes will definitely be shorter um, because we won't have as many um, segments because as you guys no according to this episode but from now on all our episodes will be pre-recorded so Mm -hmm. get with it or get lost it'll be all right after the new year bitch we back on it but we got shit to do come the holidays so we just want to make sure we take care of y'all ahead of time we have a lot of moving parts in our lives we're just all over the place all over the country all over the world so Mm -hmm. you know Give us our time. Respect our time. Put some respect on our names. Because let me tell you, we making this shit happen for y'all. Because Lord knows I really want to be like, fuck this. <laughs> she really did. She really did, y'all. She was like, by the way, I'm going to need a break. I was like, bitch, we not finna. We just started. This bitch like thinks that. she Beyonce. Talking about she need Love a break. Y'all. Beyonce hey, never took a break. Beyonce's <laughs> Beyonce for a reason. So we just got to. What we have to do is be <laughs> consistent because consistency is key to everything this is coming from the non-consistent queen over here okay i'm terrible and i Thank really you. Say, girl do, do not. my <laughs> best to try to be consistent with something and i know <laughs> that i have to be consistent with this so you know i'm working on it <laughs> <laughs> let's get into this topic okay so what are you insecure about sis let's talk about these things who okay let me see let me see i am insecure about being inadequate at my job we're gonna go deep first one. Oh, <laughs> you coming out the gate with okay. coming uh, out the uh, gate uh, swinging uh, uh. yeah 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 okay that's that. okay i didn't really All right. have anything to ease that one in there <laughs> you really don't damn you know i share that same sentiment mm-hmm. yeah i feel like i live in imposter syndrome majority of my life mm like i feel like you know it's so funny when i walk in a room like it's hilarious when i walk in a room and i'm like hi nice to meet you i'm dr hartwell and people are like what (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> where's the cameras Ashton? and i'm like no i swear to god somebody's being punked <laughs> like if you if i could only have like some people from my friends and family sit like be fly on the wall during these times where <laughs> where i'm introducing myself to patients so they could just see the initial reaction it is absolutely hilarious like i mean we're like who are like, you bitch no um, you are not you are the assistant and i'm like no i promise be. i'm not <laughs> sorry you're making real shit happen y'all. yeah out here trying to make the real dollars but um it's absolutely hilarious and but i will say that that reaction initially mm-hmm. now it's kind of funny to me but it's been a month initially it really hit me where i was hmm it it hit my like my like confidence honestly mm-hmm. you know if someone gave me a weird reaction or maybe i couldn't move a bone the way that i wanted to and really the what i've learned especially at work is the reason the only thing holding you back is your confidence, right? That's something that yeah. my doc tells me all the time because things that I might hesitate on that I feel like, oh, I just can't do this. I just don't know how. Can you come do it? He's like, but you know how to do all of this already. Like, you do. You just have to yeah, trust like you yourself. Just yourself out of it. And just go for it, mm-hmm. you know? And you have to go for it 100%. Or else, then you're just going to look like an incompetent asshole who's just trying yeah. to do something that's... And that's what I definitely work on in my... Like, I do in my job. I feel like when I feel like I'm inadequate, it's just more so like the self-talk. I'm talking myself out of something or feeling like, oh, do I really, like, should I be mm-hmm. doing this? Or, like, I don't know why they trust me to do this, but I guess I'm going to do it anyways, you know? And it's mm-hmm. just like, they trust you because you know what you're doing. Yeah, I mean, you I was exactly going to ask that next... This. As a matter mm-hmm. of fact, I was going to ask you, like, so, what was I going to say? Oh, I was going to ask you, so, the feeling of inadequacy that you have mm-hmm. at your job. Yeah. What do you think, what's the worst thing that could happen? What's the worst thing? Let's talk the about The worst it. thing that can ever happen. I So, I play this game called Worst Case Scenarios with my friends. And like, oh my when they goodness. tell me something, can we start doing that? Because yeah, of course, it's I like love when I saw that on this is um, what's the show? Did you get it from This, this is, is us. us? Yes, I did get it from This Is I, Us because I, I love that. First of all, Beth I thought that was cute, but I also thought it was so fucking necessary. Like, I wish somebody in my life would just entertain yes. the worst case scenario I for me. Love it. So I could just I be like, just okay. I just did it with a friend the other day because she's having a review, and I was like, girl, worst case scenario, go. And she gave it to me, and I was like, okay, so if those don't happen, then hey. It's not yes. all so bad. So my yeah. worst case scenario of me feeling inadequate at my job is that I get laid off. Like that's my worst case scenario. Like I get fired from my okay. job. Um, because like my like I've seen it happen to like friends and like my mom. She lost her job. Like just, she got laid off from her job. So it's like the things that come from that. It's just like the, you know, the negative like self negative talk and kind of like you're in your feelings all the time not all the time but like you're, you have the right to be in your feelings but you're just kind of like down on yourself you know like that's just like my worst like ugh. and I'm very career oriented mm-hmm. um and so yeah that's my my worst fear is that like someone sits me down at a table and says like hey this is not working <laughs> like what <laughs> why I but I thought I was great like <laughs> I don't understand so yeah 
Aw, but I don't think that that will ever happen because I think you're all I don't either. I think, like, I just create these, like, dramatic situations Mm -hmm. or, like, these... I mean, not saying that it'll never happen because you just never know what the economy and what, what, you know, could happen in the future. But I think that, like, the things that I assume I'm going to get, like, in trouble for or fired for or whatever the case may be are so small on a large scale of things. But I make them so much bigger than they need to be because I freak myself out. Do you think that's something that people just do in general? Oh, yeah. I don't think I'm yeah. the only one. I think I'm speaking to someone's soul right now. <laughs> right. You hey, really girl. Are. Hey, guy. I feel your soul. Hey, because I think we all, in a sense, like, have this kind of fear. Like, oh, crap. What if, like, what if I mess up on this project that they gave me and it's a $20 million project? Like, that's a scary feeling to know if I mess up, I could lose my job. Like, and people work in those high-stress situations often like that's all you know there's people that work in those high dollar companies that they have to make the deal and have to make the sell or they're going to lose their job or lose or have a pay cut and i just ooh, i feel for them yeah that's, that's a lot that's a lot that's of stress. a lot i think my worst case scenario is killing somebody <laughs> oh goodness <sighs> <laughs> See, like compared to my worst case scenario, that sounds so small on a grand scheme. <laughs> my worst case scenario is like seriously injuring somebody, and then like their then their family comes for me, and all of the oh dollars that gosh. I don't even have yet. Oh, <sighs> well, that okay. won't happen because you're getting trained by someone who knows yes. what they're doing. It really and won't you happen. follow steps and you follow procedures. Yeah, know? I think that and when I was talking to um every doctor that I talked to like in the field, they're they're like school just tells you that you're going to kill everybody and you're going to get sued. It won't happen. And I'm just like, okay, but if you say so, good, I guess. In a sense I mean, they definitely say, I mean, chiropractic <laughs> is like insanely safe It's much more safe than medical doctors are. Um, mm-hmm. Liability insurance is like a fraction of what it costs for medical doctors. So if your okay. liability insurance is low. That means you're not killing people more like, you know, you're not. Yeah, you're not likely doing anything to harm people um, as a profession and, you know, as a profession as a whole. But yeah. It's still something that they brought up every single no, I'd day be at school. Too. So I'm just like, Fuck. I would be kind of nervous. So I get yeah, it. Yeah. So um, <laughs> it's it's fine because I tend to err on the side of um, being conservative when it comes to care for my patients anyway because I want to mm-hmm. avoid that. So you know, good. See, you got yeah, a plan yeah. to not kill people. I like yeah. that. <laughs> I think also I feel like <laughs> okay okay here it goes you ready this is another worst case scenario right and it's completely okay. irrational that at some point somebody's gonna look at me when I introduce myself as Dr. Hartwell and be like bitch no you are not oh my god <laughs> and then now like, that could really happen <laughs> right but then I feel like what's gonna happen is I'm just then like when they say it then all of a sudden I'm not a doctor anymore or something like like they just took your doctor I forget your everything that I've ever learned in life <laughs> oh my gosh it's completely irrational it's completely Super irrational. irrational in this way like <laughs> I that don't know is why. an insane fear. I don't know why. I don't know why. I mean, maybe like 
Okay, and this is just me. This is a reach here. Uh huh. But maybe like, as people, we tend to like feel validated when someone says something of like a positive nature towards us. Like, oh my gosh, you're doing such a good job. We validate. Like, oh, thank you. Like, mm-hmm. you're telling me that I'm doing a good job, which means that I am. Which means that like I can go on about my day and about my business. Blah blah blah. Right. So maybe mm-hmm. someone telling you that like, bitch, no, you're not fucking Doctor Hotwell. You're thinking like, okay, well. Maybe I'm not like maybe I really wasn't a like, you know, maybe you feel like they're going to strip away like that validation that you've been getting from everyone when in reality, like they don't matter. And, you know, it's so funny as you say this, I'm thinking about a patient I had today mm-hmm. and I won't say he was the most difficult patient because I've had difficult patients before, but he might have been the most like top five, top five, top five, top five. Gotcha. Uh, the yeah, definitely like one of the most pompous. I would say he's mm. very like misogynistic in a way of like you know you're a little girl you don't know anything. Let me tell you all these things that I know. Um, kind of person like he wouldn't say it, but that's what his demeanor said. So yeah, if you were talking annoying. to him, like when I was talking to him, he cut me off. Everything I said, he cut me off and started talking. But see, it's funny because. That is the scenario that I played in my head. And I guess I saw myself shrinking in my head. But that's yeah. not at all what happened in real life. I mean, come no. on. This is me. Come on. Let's no. be for real. I exactly. literally, I mean, he was doing the whole, you know, I'm talking about this. Or I might ask him a question. Like, for example, walked in. I'm like, oh, okay. So I see you're having back pain. Everybody has back pain that comes in, obviously. I'm like, see, I'm having some back pain. Tell me about it. What's going on? He's like. Oh, I already told the other guy. Like, okay, well, that's nice. But he hasn't told me much about it. So I would like to hear from your point of view. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, like I told him before, X, Y, Z, and this happened and that happened and blah, blah, blah. And then I'd be like, okay, so what about this? Or like, I think that. And in the middle of my sentence, he would like cut me off to like explain whatever I'm going to say or be like, yeah, I know about that. Or yeah, my last chiropractor, da, 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 like. You know, and he made a point to kind of tell me like, you know, my last chiropractor really couldn't move my bones like that. But, you know, he started getting older and he was weak and, you know, so he couldn't really move them as much as he could. And I was just Mm -hmm. like he was saying things. It was funny because people who have experiences with chiropractors think that they know how to move a bone or like think that they know how to they all of a sudden become chiropractors themselves. They all of a sudden become chiropractors It's like watching Grey's Anatomy and feeling like you can go and open, do an open heart surgery. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's the same exact concept, but it, it doesn't mean that you are a chiropractor now because you went to a chiropractor for X amount of years or whatever, because you came yeah. here for me and my expertise, right? So I'm here. So that was more so my presence when he was cutting me off. It's like, okay, that's cute. But like, I did it with a smile on my face because I, it literally, it's funny because I didn't think about it, but my customer service side clicked in real cute, real quick, you know, and mm-hmm. I work, you know, I worked in customer service for a minute. So whenever I would yeah. deal with the difficult people, because they will always bring me difficult customers and I would just be like, okay, I understand. So yeah, let's talk about it. This is how I feel like I'm now I'm going to assert myself and let you know, like, it's cute that you know that, but let me further explain because it's a little different here. And he still was kind of like, oh, I'm not sure if I want, like, he kind of was like, he didn't, he wasn't sure if he wanted me to adjust him. Yeah, like hesitant. Thing. 
kind of hesitant. And I was like, boy, if you don't lay your ass down in this fucking table and get these hands, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> shit. Stop playing. I ain't got time for this shit. So anyway, <laughs> um, all in all, he laid down. I adjusted him. And then when I got done, he was like, oh, my last chiropractor never adjusted me there. Or they never looked at this. And I was like, because I'm the shit, bro. I know it. Duh. Thanks. So Duh. then even like after when he started talking to the other girls in the office, he was doing the cutting them off thing. So when we talked about it after, they Sounds were like, like a misogynist. yeah. That's what they said. They were like, yeah, that guy was really weird. Like he walked out smiling with you, but he was very short with everybody else. And I was like, because I wasn't allowing him to be short with me. No. Like, I'm not going to allow that. I'm not tolerating that. So you're going to talk to me the way that I demand to be talked to or we just not going to have a conversation. Exactly. And you know what? If you don't want to have a conversation with Dr. Hartwell, then you don't want to get care at this office. So what's up? But no, um, all in all, it was it was cool. Um, It turned it's funny because like I had this big thought in my head and then now we're talking worst case scenario and I realized that it happened and it wasn't even that big of a deal. Yeah, whenever like I'm put in situations like that, I feel like I always thrive just because I think to myself, you do like initially you think if you were in that situation, like, oh, what if somebody did this and how would I feel and all that stuff like that? I usually take my feelings straight out of it. It's like, okay, well, sir, let me be very direct and on point with you because that's how you're, that's, that's the only way that you can communicate. Yeah. That's like, literally, you, you like, have to do that. I feel that. like you need to just calm down. Like, no, sir, you need to calm down so we can get to the bottom of the problem, like to the root, to the root. To the root of the shit, bro. Because what you do with so many people, like I feel like customer service. Because all they do, people love to like talk, right? And they love to talk about things that they feel are relevant, but they're really not. And that's really what it is about customer service. People just want to be heard. So every time he cut me off, I let him say what he had to say. And then whenever I was tired of him talking, you know what I did? I cut him back off. But I cut him off with a (laughs) smile and started, you know, and went right on back to what I was talking about Mm -hmm. or whatever the case may be. So he never caught on like I was actually being a bitch. But he realized, oh, damn, she ain't going to let me do this to her no more. So he stopped cutting me off. (laughs) And we were able to finish, like, you know, have a normal interaction. And then once he left the room, I guess it all went to shit because one of the other girls was like, yeah, I was explaining to him this. And he was like, I know what that is. I'm like, okay, girl. I'm like, sir, go on about your business. Um, Let's see. This is about to be a really stupid, irrational fear. Okay, what's up? Um, What else I'm, are you insecure about? So I used to be insecure about how people felt about me when it came to, like, my personal life. Like, whether that be my friends or, like... Um, dating and things like that mm-hmm. and like I think I've talked about before I'm definitely getting over that now like I like know it's a full response and I'm just kind of like you know if you don't like me that's it's your problem and that's between you and God you mm-hmm. know but it definitely used to be like a fear of mine if I like said the wrong thing or did the wrong thing like oh gosh they're probably thinking how idiotic I am when people forget things so quickly just as fast as they remembered them you know you know, that is still an insecurity of mine. Yeah. Okay. 
It is. I'm not going to lie. Because when me and you yeah. get into it, I'd be like, Jasmine. And you'd be annoyed with me. I'd be like, fuck, me and Jasmine ain't going to be friends no more. Now I'm going to be sad. <laughs> <laughs> Jasmine going to be mad at me. <laughs> Jasmine's never going to talk to me. I'd be like, I'm like okay, Jasmine never going to talk to me again. And I'll call you another day because you're annoying me. So I'm going to call you later. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, I'd be like, no, she can't go nowhere. I like this one. <laughs> human but see like my but like my friends okay so like Mm -hmm. growing up and stuff like that i i feel like i didn't get like my true core friends until like i was in high school right because we moved around like growing up in elementary and middle school Mm -hmm. and i think that's debilitating when you're constantly like you meet people and then you move and then you meet people that you connect with and then you move so you don't really like know like what kind of friends you want like you don't know who you are as a person when you're moving around so much because you're just attracting all these different people sometimes, Uh you know? And so I feel like, yeah. So I feel like when I got to high school, it was like, okay, this is my core friend and we didn't move. And it was just like, well, I know who I want to be around, you know? And then when I got to college, it was like, okay, well, these are my core friends and they've been my core friends since college, even now. So it's like, I know who I want to be around. And yeah, some people come and some people go, but like my core circle, my inner people, like, whether that be like with obviously my family is going to be around forever, but I think just friend wise, I don't care as much anymore to not have a thousand friends. I think before I thought like I had to be liked by everyone and I wanted mm-hmm. to be like, I wanted to be liked by everyone. Like, and I still do in a sense, I want to walk into a room and, you know, know that people like, Oh my gosh, you're so talented. Like whatever, you know, like have those conversations with people, mm-hmm. but like, I don't need extra friends. And I think that's kind of where I'm not as insecure about anymore. I felt like I always needed to make a new friend somewhere because that's how I kind of grew up. And now I'm kind of just like, no, I got my people. And if I meet people along the way, that's great. But it's like I don't need to like now have more. You know what I mean? Okay, so that that was the root of your insecurity. No, it does make sense. It does make sense. For me, mine dates back to that time period as well but I think for me throughout my life I've had a um an interesting history with friendships Mm -hmm. you know um I've had a very interesting history with friendships there was like elementary school elementary school was cool I suppose Mm -hmm. because I was at one I was at one school on another side of town Terra Elementary, shout out to Terra Elementary, <laughs> and I had friends there, and then I moved, and then I went to East Clayton Elementary. I moved in fourth grade, so I had my friends at at Terra, and then I moved. And it's funny because some of the people like um, at Terra, like one of my first best friends, I'm still friends with her. <laughs> Shout out to you, Joy, Doctor Ballard, and this bitch. That's what I'm talking about. How many people can say your first best friend is a doctor too? Huh? Okay, I'm sorry. Let me calm down. <laughs> you can cut that shit out. I just thought about it. So anyway, <laughs> back to what I was saying. You know, we moved. Like I moved 
two different school and I stayed we stayed in that area for a minute so that was fine but then somewhere around middle school is when I had that like interesting history where I had like groups of friends that would kind of exclude me or not include me in certain things Mm -hmm. and it would be kind of weird because I was like oh I thought I was part of this group of friends like we do everything together like normal and then y'all have a birthday party and I'm not I, I never got the invitation a bitch is like oh what happened? I live around the corner too. Like, don't we all? Like, what? what the fuck? <laughs> the fuck? I live in the same neighborhood. What you mean? You know? So mm-hmm. those were things that was that were very heartbreaking to me. Honestly, very heartbreaking to me growing yeah. up. Especially like you establish these anyone. friendships. I mean, to this day, it hurts me. Like, not like hurt, but it's more so like, damn. Like, I hurt for that girl. Yeah, you know what I mean. I hurt for that girl. I that feel was like when left you get out. older, you're kind of like, damn. You see how fucked up situations really. That shit are. was fucked up. <laughs> it's like, that shit was so you know fucked that was really up. fucked up, and I made it through that. But damn, they didn't have that to shit like was that. so fucked up. And then it's like I got to middle. I mean, I got to high school, and. Uh, I established, but I've always had different groups of friends yeah. and I've had certain groups of friends that have been very like consistent, but in the background of my life, I don't really know mm-hmm. how to describe it. Like they're always there, but we might not always be together or we might not always hang out or like everybody yeah. might not know that I'm as close with them as I am, but they've been mm-hmm. my friend for X amount of time. And then I have like, in periods of my life where I had like core groups of friends and it was like you have this core group and you establish this as your core group of friends based off of whatever characteristic and then something happens and you realize that the bond that you thought you all had is not actually what it is you know and um that's happened to me you know with friendships in different stages of my life in different you know like things you know different yeah time periods and different things that happen or you know whatever so that's something that I experienced and it kind of trailed on you know Mm -hmm. because like when I got to college you know like I had the same kind of I mean that's you you remain the same person typically throughout life right so I've been the same person that's had core like a core group of friends and then other groups so I've always been I've remained close with those other groups but my core group was the one that fell apart so for me it reflected in a way where I felt that making friends and maintaining friendships was something that for some reason I wasn't too capable of doing like Mm, it always was like if I say the wrong thing then this person is not gonna want to talk to me anymore or they're not gonna be my friend anymore and it wasn't necessarily like I don't want to say the wrong thing to not be their friend anymore I always I've really kind of operated out of a I don't give a fuck because you're not gonna be my friend anymore at some point in time yeah oh okay you know kind of like predestined them to not be your friend well for some people for some people i did i kept my distance i kept like the people that were there the whole time i kept my distance from them so remember i told you i had groups of friends that i say this is my core and then i have the other people that i'm cool with i know what you're talking about but like i remember i feel like i remained cool with them because i always kept them at a like certain distance from me yeah you know what i'm saying and then and then I created this barrier 
And then it was like, I'm only allowing these few people in to really be here. But those people that were really here, some some way down the line, it would fall apart off of something. But those yeah. people, I would have this insecurity of like, I can't disagree with them or I can't say this because this or I can't have feelings or I can't like, yeah, it sounds you know, like, do sounds certain like things. A, like mixture of like improper judgment, I guess, on people like, mm-hmm. In a sense, you know, like our parents are always able to read people early on. And right. like I will say one thing about my dad. He can tell me something like, that's not your friend. And I'm like, okay, whatever. <laughs> when I was younger and like it, they really like would turn out to not be my friend. So I just kind of, not that I listened to him every single time, but like the people that I knew he like genuinely like loved, I would be like, okay, that's going to, they're going to be in my life forever because mm-hmm. your parents are just a really good, like they're a good judgment of character, you know? And sometimes I feel like it's, I don't know, as as we, like, develop and, you know, get older and whatnot, I feel like sometimes when we were younger, we were just terrible at it. But yeah, when you, like, decide to hold on to those friends who are not good for you, that definitely can play a role in, like, your adulthood life, too. That's so true. Because, because... then you kind of think to yourself, like, damn, who's in my corner, you know? Because mm-hmm. the people that I thought yes. were for me are not for me. Yes, and that, that it creates a complex, honestly. Yeah. But, you know, it's funny because those people that I considered my friends or my core group of friends, my parents were like, nah. See? Nah. They know. You know. Parents be They're knowing like, y'all. Y'all yeah, need to I'm stop sure, I'm sure and you listen. rock with them or whatever. They're cool. And we're going to let them come to the house and we'll rock with them as long as you're rocking with them. But I'm going to let you know something finna happen. But they never like... Watch out. They never voiced it as extremely outwardly. They would just be like, you know, I don't... I don't really feel this person like that like i'm mm, not okay. really feeling them you know yeah and whenever and my parents like everybody like they're very likable people and i feel like i hang around likable people so mm-hmm. they usually like everyone that i bring around but then when they don't like somebody i'll be like oh fuck that they don't know what they're talking about <laughs> <laughs> you don't listen you don't listen you're like whatever this is my fucking like, friend okay. like don't be talking about my friends right fuck. and then you'd be like, like listen you only met them one time calm you down you only met them you don't know time. anything you about don't this person know them. you don't know nothing about them but then they'd be like okay well she's Norton. sneaky and she's this and she's that and she and don't they'd talk be about, paying attention like, to shit that you never noticed yep that you don't even notice that's why you know what sometimes you gotta listen Sometimes you got to listen, <laughs> but really sometimes you also got to learn your listening because there oh, were yeah. many times where I was just like, what the fuck y'all talking about? Y'all think I know what y'all talking about? Like, there's yep. no problem here. This person is perfect. And then, or not perfect, but this person ain't going to be no problems ever. Right. And then but the when shit hit all the that fan, they'd that... be like, you, re- you think about that time, you know? Mm-hmm. But what were you, you going to say? You sit back and be like, damn. No, I was saying that the lesson in all of that is too that you can see it early on. Hopefully you're able to pinpoint the bad things and you can pinpoint the characteristics that you just do not like in people early on so that you don't have to yeah. worry about it later. You know? Yeah. I think I've always had this, um, hoping people like, Oh, they're going to do, Oh my gosh. Yeah. They're going to be better. Like, what do you mean? No, they're see, not going to be that, terrible people forever. Right. That hope, that hope to it affects me in my relationships. Yeah, more than it does my friendships because my friendships are pretty solid. Both. I will. I have a lot. I have. I've solid friends. So I, I like that's kind of on its own. But like relationship wise, I definitely, definitely like. Tr- I, I'm very hopeful, and I feel like that's what gets me in trouble. Yeah, I think. Uh, yeah, I mean, as I've expressed, as far as friendships go, I have some really solid ass friends. 
And then I have some that I thought were solid ass friends. And I was like, damn, bitch, this shit is kind of crazy. Like, where does this come from? You know, who are you? Who are you? And then um, same thing for um, motherfucking uh, relationships as well. Dealing with niggas. Like, Mm -hmm. I think for me. It comes a time and then you're like, did you see that meme on Twitter? It's going around Twitter today and it's like Chucky from Regrets. And he's like, oh, I didn't see it this whole time. You're a clown. <laughs> no. And I was like, I need to look at why that. did I notice this? I'm going to send it to you. It's so fucking okay. funny. You can like insert it in or whatever. But um, that shit was so fucking funny, but that's me. It'll be some time later, and I'll look up and be like, damn, I didn't notice this nigga was a clown this whole fucking time. Like, girl, you know, like, yes. what? <laughs> you, like, how you was I so blind? Like you like, you looking like <laughs> Mr. Krabs. You know the Mr. Krabs meme? <laughs> Everything's moving around him. Yes, yeah. yes. It's yeah. like a whirlwind. Yes. You be like looking like that life. when that nigga pop up and show you who he really is. But really, you saw it from the beginning. You just didn't pay no attention to it. I mean, no. unless you're dealing with a psychopath, there are exactly. those types of people. Them red flags hit you smack dab in the face. They and let be me tell you about them right red flags. The eyebrows, bitch, when I see red foot. flags, when I see red flags, I become um colorblind. Bitch, I be like, but he's so fun. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> no, that's not him. No, absolutely gonna... not. That nigga absolutely would not cheat on me not. while pregnant, even though he cheated on his baby mama while pregnant. What? Okay, like what? Never. He loves me. me. He lo- He says it all the time. He told me so, and I believe Girl. him because it left his lips. Exactly. And his lips are beautiful. Exactly, and he is beautiful. And here I am sucking his dick. What the fuck? How did his it's dick just you know crazy stuff? God it's damn just crazy. It. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. That's why I'm saying, like, huh, you know. <laughs> uh, you know, them red flags. They be Jazz, just in That there. shit is really fun. Yes. Like, I don't care what nobody says, okay? We can sit here and play play like we want to. Like, oh, my gosh. I'm, I've never let a man play me and make me feel stupid, girl. Bitch, you a hoe. You will never lie. <laughs> please please like you don't you have to lie no we've all made ourselves lie, small and insignificant like, we've we've all ignored the red flags and made it seem like it was nothing when in Girl. reality everything that ever happened at the end was in your face in the beginning you just Girl, chose not to see it and how everything. you heal from that is how you heal from that but don't sit there and lie like it didn't happen mm-hmm. i'm just saying girl okay next one <laughs> i used to be insecure about my body oh me too i think i, I still am to... you think you still are yeah like i think that like i look at pictures for myself before not that i want to be the same size i was when i was in college like that's not that was a great body and it mm-hmm. was it served its purpose but i think that like when I look at myself and self in certain outfits that i wore like maybe a year or so ago i'm like dang i'm definitely like not in a bad way changed, but I mean, I can definitely, I can tell. So it's like, ugh, I want to work on this part of my body or work on my stomach but or my arms. is it something that you, know? you work on, want to work on, or is it something that you're insecure about? Because there's a difference. Like, I can True, look at myself I would say and be I would like, just wanna... oh, I, want, I need to go to the gym. But I also look mm-hmm. at myself and be like, bitch, you fine as fuck. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, Even though I true. need to go to the gym, a bitch is bad as fuck. But yeah. there were times where I would be like, where I literally did not have full body pictures. 
I literally mm. for like years. Okay, then no. Let me shut up. Let me sit down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so I was like, uh, is it just something that... Because there's a difference. Like, yeah. for me, I had to learn to love my body at whatever stage I was at. Like, yes, okay. that wasn't a thing that was taught to me. It was very apparent that my body went through changes. And I didn't know how to accept those things because mm-hmm. I was always reminded of what I used to be. You know? And so, um, as my body changed, instead of me just being like, oh, damn, okay, I gained a little weight all I have to do is eat right or go to the gym or maybe like notice it and you know go and or just it's not even like that was a thing that I didn't realize let me not even say that okay instead of it being like okay your body has changed is a very simple concept to just like work out and go to the gym it was more so like something's wrong with you because your body has changed and you should not like that Mm -hmm. about yourself yeah you know no, what I'm okay. saying? Yeah, I got and what you're saying now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for me, I had to learn to be like, I might not be a size fucking two anymore, but I'm still fine as hell. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm a better bitch every time. Every, bruh, <laughs> like, I don't care if I'm 452 pounds. Okay, I'm just kidding. That would never happen. But <laughs> I don't care. At my biggest and most sloppy. Everybody and their daddy still want me. And you want to know how? I know that because it's proven to me every time I leave the house. Okay. That's all you got to say, girl. You know what I'm saying? But that's where, that's how I got to that point. Like, because the worst case scenario, I was like, oh my goodness. I'm going to gain so much weight that no man ever is going to want me. And I'm just going to be lonely forever. And oh my goodness, what is my mm-hmm. life going to turn out to be? I'm going to die yeah. lonely or whatever. Those were my thoughts because that's what was perpetuated, right? But okay. then I got to a point where I was like, okay, where's the logic in this situation? Because every time I leave the house... No matter if I have on sweatpants or a sundress, niggas are coming in droves. Like, every time I step in a room, people are staring. Mm-hmm. And it can't be, I can't be getting the same reaction from multiple different people that I don't know. And then logically tell myself that I'm ugly. Or logically tell myself that I'm just so big that nobody will ever want me. That's a lie. I'm lying to yeah. myself. Because it's I'm looking at the proof outside, like, outside of my door. You know what I'm saying? It's not like niggas are 50 niggas knocking on my door at a time but bitches know you know when you go to the store and people look at you or yeah when people tell you how beautiful you are or you people do different things based off of you being pretty that happens and those things were happening but at the same time i was looking at myself like the fuck is wrong with my body i got stretch marks and now i can't get rid of them right i had dysmorphia i would look at myself and be like what the fuck you look so terrible and And then it's Mm -hmm. like now i look at myself and like oh bitch need to go to the gym for a couple weeks then it'll be right and tight but i don't look at myself like if i put on a dress and the dress doesn't fit the way i want it to i don't then proceed to tear myself apart i just literally yeah. say oh uh-uh, this ain't gonna work for today we a little bloated and then i find <laughs> something that's gonna work you know what i mean yeah i, I got you i don't beat myself up about it like i used well, to that's good mm-hmm. that's really good. good i don't think you should right i don't but think anyone I feel, should i feel like i don't think i don't feel that anybody should yeah it's, you're like, doing yourself like a disservice you really are and like that just makes it makes life harder to sit there and like 
now complain and just hate yourself. It's like you could have such a beautiful life, you know, go have a beautiful life. You know that you're the batter bitch every time, even if you don't like the outfit that you have on. Just rock that shit. And I've had to work on that. Like and I'm still working Mm -hmm. on it. So it ain't like, you know, I'm over here preaching on my soapbox like, you know, I'm just holier than thou shit. I definitely have my days, too. But right. It's just easier to walk out the house loving what the fuck I'm what the, what I got what I got going on. It's much easier to sit here and now complain and hate myself, you know, I for no fucking shorts. reason. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like girl, you put them shits on, so rock exactly, em. rock them, girl. They look cute. And one thing I, you know, what I love doing, and I, I mean, because you can definitely mm-hmm. tell when someone's like a little bit uncomfortable in their outfit, in a sense, and it's not just even about their outfit. It could be something small, like. Maybe they tried a different hairstyle. Now that you know that they tried a different hairstyle, but I really make it a point if I ever meet someone to like always give them a compliment because you just never know what that compliment will do for their day. You know what? That is something so, that I do. And I just noticed yeah. it recently, but like I just noticed it because I deal with people more often. Like, you know, the patients mm-hmm. and stuff are in and out. So I see I deal with people all day. Yeah. But I noticed regardless, I mean, it's something that's ingrained in me, but it's something that I also I don't I guess I didn't notice that I did it until recently, but I literally look for something to compliment on everybody. Yeah. And if I don't have anything to compliment you on that i just don't say nothing (laughs) well i also think like it just breaks the silence depending on what like what field you're in you know or where you are but i also think that like comfortable it just makes people more comfortable exactly it makes them feel good it makes them more comfortable and you just don't know what that compliment did for their day so i always just make it a point no matter who i see no matter man woman i don't care i'm just like oh i really like those shoes or mm-hmm. your hair looks really good today. And I've gotten people that are just like, oh, my God, really? Like, I'm trying a new style. I'm like, girl, me too. Okay. It yeah. looks good, girl. What product do you use? <laughs> yeah. So always, always, always leave your day or leave people's day better than. Leave people know. better than they came. I don't know. But, yeah, this was a great conversation. I liked it. I like it. We got to play a worst case scenario game um, one day. We do. Um, so whenever we're freaking out, like we can sit there and just be like, worst case scenario. another insecurity. I feel like we talked about three things. Um, well, my last insecurity that I have is that I feel like I have to conform to these men. And mm. I feel like I, I've said this in previous episodes that I'm working on that and mm-hmm. no longer caring about what these guys men think of me and like I said if it fizzles out it just fizzles out like if I like you know I just don't care anymore and not in a bad way or not like I hate them or you know they're terrible people but it's kind of just like I just don't think I need to like change who I am or conform to make you feel comfortable about what you got going on so like if you're boring me what do you mean like so you know like change up who I am so if I'm dating someone and Say they're really big on fitness. Yes, I like going to the gym, but I don't want to talk about fitness every single day or all day. Oh, yeah. And so, like, you know, I feel like some women, as women, and I'm not saying every woman, you know, but sometimes we, like, try Mm -hmm. to um, piggyback on what the guy's saying. Like, oh, my gosh, you like that, too? That's so great. Let's talk about that all the time. And that's, like, the only thing that you really, Mm -hmm. like may have in common but you really don't have anything in common so you're trying mm-hmm. to force something else i just don't do that anymore so it's just like okay well oh that's cool but then if you keep talking about it and be like okay so what else do you got to offer because i'm not right. going to the gym with you every day 
<laughs> like, right. Or, you know, like, yes, I like Thai food, but I'm not eating Thai food every single day. So, like, we're going to have to, like, what else? Like, you got to give me more. I was talking to a friend the other day about this, and mm -hmm. we were just talking about how, like, sometimes, like, it just seems like people don't stimulate your mind as much as they do, like, like as much anymore, or they don't try to, at least. I don't mm -hmm. think if they, I don't even know if they've ever stimulated. Um, but it's kind of like you go and date someone and you talk about these surface level things. And then when you try to get deep, some people just don't want to go there. And you're like, okay, well, I'm not trying to get deep. Like, let's talk about, you know, God and religion. But I would like to know, like, what's what's your faith? Like, do you believe? Right. Do you not believe? Or, you know, just things like that. So I feel like for me now, I'm just kind of no longer caring to make myself fit in their world. It's like we either fit or we don't. Mm. Okay. And that's okay. So, okay. Yeah. All right. That's my last one. It. Okay, that's good. <laughs> that's a good one. That's a really good one. And I I'm glad so. that you're no longer doing that shit. Because fuck niggas. Girl, oh my gosh. Ugh, you know, I'm going to tell you right now. Dating is the ghetto. We've already talked about this. Oh, it's the um, whole ghetto. Okay. It's and the projects, girl. I just feel like sometimes when I'm talking to people, I'm just like, oh my gosh, I can already tell you're going to bore me. So I just think to ask Girl, exit this immediately, I'd be like, block. Yeah. Unmatched. Like boring me. Delete. It's one guy asked me, like, if I ever block guys, and I was like, ooh, well. <laughs> Absolutely. I do. Yes, I do. Yes. If now you're that annoying you me mention it. and you're doing the most, I will definitely block you without any hesitation, but, you know. That just depends on if we get to that point. Honestly. You'll know that when I don't text you back. <laughs> when you don't see no messages from me, you'll know, baby. Okay. Don't even worry. It won't be a secret. Mm -mm. But, um, okay, so that's that. That was a good conversation. Yeah. Um, you guys should tell us about your insecurities, what your worst case scenarios are. Let's play the game. Let's yeah. do a Randall and Beth from um, This Is Us as we love them. Right. You can email us at becomingshelive at gmail.com. That's B-E-C-O-M-I-N-G-S-H-E-L-I-V-E at gmail.com. You want to get into this feature of the week? All right. So for feature of the week, you know, we like to change it up every now and then. So... This week and probably the following weeks, we're going to suggest a do of the week. So something mm -hmm. for you to do, whether it be something fun, whether it be something productive, whatever mm -hmm. it is, we're going to give you a suggestion and we would like for you guys to do it. And you can tag us in your pictures and videos while you do it. That'll be nice. Yeah. Yes. So we would love to see. Yes. So this week we are going to suggest... Going to the library or your local bookstore, picking up a book, and just taking some time to read. There's a lot of incredible books out there, so a let us know what books reads. you pick so we can um, join your book club. Let us know what books you're reading right now, please. <laughs> Email us. Follow us on Instagram at becoming she underscore that's B E C O M I N G S H E underscore and also Twitter. And Jazz gave you our email earlier and it will also be in the description box. Yes, Thank you guys so much for tuning in for yet another week of our craziness. We appreciate <laughs> it so much. Yes. <laughs> Always.
Have a great week. Go forth and Love prosper. Bye. Bye.